Wow! The season of Lent! Four letters. You can say it in church. L-E-N-T. It doesn't mean to loan to somebody else. It means get your life in order. Lent, Lent, Lent. Welcome to uh, the Pastors of Pain show. I'm here with uh, my amigo, uh, the housemate, the other pastor of the Red Dart Riviera. <coughs> oh, sorry. Greetings. Gre- greetings. Oh, hey, hello, Father Brian O'Brien. Hey, everybody. Uh, Father Brian O'Brien. Thanks you know, for joining the, us. He's the pastor of St. Francis Xavier uh, Catholic Church in Stillwater at uh, 711 North Knobloch. And I'm North the pastor of St. John Catholic Country Student Club. Center at 201 uh, South. Did I get those mixed up? A little bit. 711 it's North okay. Country Club. It's okay if you don't know where you're 201 North Knobloch. I got even, how did I get south in there? Both of us are on the north end of town. North Country Club. North Country Club. Welcome. Welcome. It is a, it's a great uh, great season of Lent. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm gonna it's almost throw, over. I'm going to throw a spitball at you. Th- best best curve thing. Curveball? Did you mean a curveball? A, a knuckle? Knuckleball? Spitball? Fast? Fast? Cur- curveball is like something, here's come something different. Okay. Oh, he threw me a curveball. Oh. Oh really? Oh, he threw me a change up. A change up. You. Oh, like the Astros cheating. Uh, Ouch. Uh, okay. Well. Okay. What? You're okay. I, I have a. Balls yeah. I have a. I have uh, two questions for you about Lent. Uh, yeah. One is about Lent. One okay. is about something else. All right. Okay. The first one, non-Lent. Baseball card collection. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, I hold on. Remember, remember coffee talk from Saturday Night Live. So Baseball funny. court collection. Here you go. Talk Rhode amongst Island yourselves. Is neither a road nor an island. Debate. Discuss. Debate. Discuss. Um. Yeah. So I went home. Uh. This was uh. Last last week. Uh. I saw my parents for the first time in four hundred and seventy days, and it was awesome. We kind of did. My parents are kind of laying low, COVID wise. Um. But we got a chance just to be together. So I went to the the home of my of my childhood. Wait, is that really the home of my your childhood? Boy. Yeah, that's where I grew up. Like from what age to what age? Uh, third grade to the present. Oh wow! Yeah. And you went to all your old schools, and I drove just drove. Around. I just drove by. Like I went for a walk every day. Man, so I drove by. Drove by the corner of my mind. Deerwood, Deerwood Elementary, Creekwood Middle School, Kingwood High School. And but anyway, so one of the, so obviously I was looking forward to like seeing my parents. Yes, because I hadn't seen them in a very long time. Four hundred seventy days. Then the other thing I was looking forward to was just, of course, a little a little rest. You know, yep. kind of sleeping in, good prayer, hanging out, not putting up um, with the people of Payne County. Yeah, no, everybody needs a break from uh, they do. each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I really didn't. I, I wasn't like at my wits end. Like I got to get out of here. Um, but it was a good time. It was spring break, so things kind of slow down in the city of Stillwater because we're a college town. Okay. <laughs> then uh, the other thing I was really looking forward to was um, during COVID. So back it up a year or so. During COVID, um, people have been spending more time at home. Uh huh. Okay. So a lot of people, if you remember last sort of March, April, when like literally nobody was this going. This was a year ago, three hundred sixty-five days ago. Um, people were like cleaning out their house and oh, okay, now you know, <laughs> I'm stuck at home. I can't go to work. Well, we might as yeah, well clean the garage. Exactly. So what uh-huh. what happened? There is that a lot of people sort of stumbled upon treasures, their old like collectibles from their youth. So, you know, some people collect this or that. Well, anyway, when I was a kid, I mean, in my middle school years, elementary school into middle school, like baseball cards were my life. Yeah, how many? Uh, you said this. You said this uh, uh, one time. How many baseball players' names did you know? Oh, I mean. 
Because you have an impeccable all, memory of names. Of I I have a like I can't remember anybody. So in name. nineteen, I will say this in nineteen eighty six. Okay. Uh, or it would be nineteen eighty seven, when you're collecting. Uh, baseball cards like you would buy you know you buy a pack and in, in the pack would be 15 some cards rotten bubble gum with some with a hard bubble gum and that was the way you collected like okay so in the 1986 top set there were 762 cards the what 1981 1986 set? tops so that was like the company the baseball card yeah company. yeah sure so that you had to so wow in in sort of 15 or 20 i don't know how many were in the pack increments uh-huh. you would try to collect 762 cards and I Whoa. and that's exactly what I did over the course of a year. You memorized no, all well, you these just, names. You buy, so you're buying packs. Okay. And you're like, okay, now I got. So I have these 15 cards. But you also have to know like what you have and the what names you have of dudes. And what you're missing, right? So you keep lists uh, of of okay. what, yeah, of what you have and what you don't have. So then you go out and you buy packs, and you're like, oh, I hope I have. You know, oh, I hope I get a like yes. Kevin Bass for the Astros. You know, like. That was that was the last. In fact, that was the last card I didn't have. So then you could like trade your friends too. Like, okay, oh, I have two, you know, Jose Leend, uh, second baseman for the Pirates. You know, oh, okay, I'll trade you. Oh, I have, I have two of these, and you, oh, I need. So if anybody's know, out there and they've got a Kevin I'll Bass card you, from 1987, Kent, send it Kent in. Herbeck, uh, you know, Who? first baseman for the Minnesota Twins. I've never heard of some of these See? people. So over the course of a year, I mean, you just I'm con- you're constantly looking at the cards, and so you know. You know who they are, and that has developed your brain skill of memorizing names. I guess because I, I think you have an incredible memory. Maybe I'll do, I'll detail somebody out to you. I'll be like, it's this and this and this and all these facts about them, and you're like, and you'll name the person. I'm like, yeah. How do you know that? I don't know their names. Oh, training. so anyway, I, so I I spent uh, several hours just like my mom sort of like hangs out in her chair. My dad sort of you know he's around the house doing stuff, and I sat in on the couch. And just I went through every card one by one. Whoa! And what I was looking for was kind of looking for like cards that have since become kind of valuable. How, how do you know if they become valuable? Uh you just—I mean, you, you know—are they, are they any good? You know, did people they, from the '80s, yes, and early okay. '90s, you know, like uh, like Randy Johnson, who's a big pitcher, you know, yeah. Ma- McGuire, Canseco, Cal Ripken, Daryl, you know, all those kind Darryl of Daryl Strawberry, Darryl Billy Strawberry. Bain, Billy Bain. Billy Bean. There Billy I Bean. I have Billy Bean. I have some Billy Bean cards. Yeah. Yeah. From Moneyball. Yeah. But I mean, those. So it turns out my my card collection. I was a big collector of like Cal Ripken, Cal Ripken Jr., who was the shortstop for the Baltimore Orioles. Oh yeah, retired Hall of Famer. Um. So those are probably Cal Ripken and like Pete Rose are probably my like my, my most valuable cards. Right. They're in a safe now, guarded by lasers and rot. They're actually at our house. <laughs> guarded. I brought, I didn't bring all my baseball cards back to Stillwater, but I brought some of them. Okay. So and now I can like go through them and I don't know. I yeah, you were, sh- you were showing them, us the other night. Sell and, them on eBay. And I just I have a question. Why, why did you have a Hello Kitty collection too? I did not. <laughs> Do, you know I did Do you know what I did find? Because I had, I was not a col- big collector, but I found a big stack. Do you remember Garbage Pail Oh, kids? Mad Mike. Uh, yes. So I have a whole stack. So I actually looked those up. There are some really valuable, like rare. Cabbage Patch pail, Kids, Garbage, garbage Pail Kids. kids. Um, but anyway, I didn't. The stack that I have was not. Were not. They were not the valuable ones. Yeah, I mean, so. you collected. This is you collect sticker cards to not put them on anything. I, I never understood well, that because now I mean they're valuable. 
now some of those and it's even better if yes. you have like stuff uh-huh. that's unopened like an unopened i mean i don't know i used to do like gi joe and he-man and all that it's like here here's your toys don't if play you with had them. like an unopened he-man yes like, toy that would be like way better than the one i mean i had that i like played with the, the, the one that you painted your name on the back of was your yeah, sharpie and i used to like rip the arms off and, <laughs> you know like stuff like that <laughs> well because the arms would come off so you could be like oh he's in a battle like oh and this guy like chops his arm off and then you like literally pull his arm off wow and then Memories. he would keep fighting with his other arm you know <laughs> socking the other guy in the jaw the battle dude he man don't, don't wow! Mess, don't okay, mess, don't mess with them. So second second question is <laughs> wow. Since we uh, this is not our topic. This is okay. not our topic, but it was it was fun. Fascinating insight into the life of uh, your priests. Well, yeah. yes, the th- the things that are in our in our so, yeah, past that are now in our of, present. That that was that your first question. That was my now that was my very one? first question. Oh everybody. my gosh! So uh, our our topic, our real topic is 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 Holy Week. Yes. Yes. So. <laughs> That, that's arrived. my second. That was my second question. Oh, like, tell me about Holy like, Week. Like, like Holy Week uh, as a priest. Like when you when you look out at your schedule, and you're looking out in the distance, and you go, Holy Week. First phrase to come out of your mouth. Oh yeah, that's gonna be no. awesome. My or first, I get nervous. Oof, nervous. It's a lot of um, Holy Week. Holy Week is is awesome. Okay, for our people who do not know the vocabulary of the word Holy Week. Okay, let's. So Holy Week is a a week. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's a it's a seven day a seven day period. It translates into most languages. Sun, La Semana Santa. The Earth goes around the sun seven times. Uh huh. Um, and it consists. It's so it starts with uh, this Sunday, which is Palm Sunday. Ooh. And then it runs until Easter Sunday. So Sunday to Sunday. So really Saturday. And for our, in our case, kind of Saturday night. So if you come if you come to Mass Saturday night, it's Palm Sunday. Yep. Okay. Uh, so it's the the big events of Holy Week are uh, Sun Palm Sunday, yep. which which begins. Um, depending on where you live, in our diocese uh, here, on Tuesday of Holy Week, we have what is called the Chrism Mass, which we'll we'll talk we'll talk through. Then the next big event is Holy Thursday, correct? Then Good Friday, uh huh, the day on which Jesus died. Then Holy Saturday, Jesus yep. in the tomb, mm-hmm. and then Easter Sunday. Jesus rises Resucito. from the dead, which then begins the the season of Easter. Correct. So there's Lent. So Lent actually ends Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Um, but then we begin a kind of a three day yep. liturgical season, which is called the Triduum. Tri, tri like tricycle and doom triceratops <laughs> uh triangulate tri triangle yes so and that and and the triduum is thursday friday saturday yep and then sunday jesus rises and it's the easter season so when we say holy week that well, that's what we're talking about um it's it's kind of five six big palm sunday the chrism mass holy thursday good friday holy saturday, saturday easter sunday yep Six, five, six, six big events. Six big events in seven so days. So when you when people say, "Wow, Holy Week is coming," I am definitely excited because it's awesome. The liturgies are beautiful. Um, you know, it's for us. It's people who <laughs> right. are going to be coming into the church. There's baptisms and confirmations and first communions. Uh, the Chrism Mass is you know is really cool. 
but it makes me nervous because it's a lot of moving parts. Correct. Like when I wake up on a typical Sunday, I'm not nervous at all. I mean, I know, okay, this is going to be a busy day, <laughs> but I know, okay, I got my homily. I know what I'm, I know, right. and, and I know how to celebrate a Sunday mass. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're excited, but, but Palm, you know, Palm Sunday is like Sunday mass plus another gospel, uh, some stuff, processions, the, you know, maybe some kind of cool stuff at the beginning. Yeah. Holy Thursday mass is mass, but it's, it's mass plus. I mean, there's the there's washing, the of, washing the of the feet. Um, you know, the, the, there's this sort of procession at the end with the with the with with the Eucharist. You know, Good Friday is actually not mass. Uh, anyway, so it's and then the Easter Vigil sa- Saturday night is very complicated, and uh, in, in it's in its liturgical uh, essence. It's uh, there's a lot. Go- there's just a lot going on in the course of Holy Week. So I try to kind of not plan a lot of things. So like if people are saying, hey, I really want to, I really need to meet. If I can avoid the meeting during Holy Week, I'm going to avoid it. Mm-hmm. I mean, so obviously if there's things, you know, somebody's dying or like, let's Correct. go, we'll, we're happy to do it. But so several, several people have like, hey, I'd really like to meet, you know, for spiritual direction or for, you know, something. And I say, okay, great. What, you know, how about the week after Easter? Just to try to push all that stuff, so that Holy Week can be, you know, a, a week of prayer, as it should be for all of us. Mm-hmm. But also, there's a lot of preparation that needs to go into it: preaching, uh, just organizing things. Yeah, it's yeah. Is that your? Are you? Do you get nervous? Do you? I I I don't necessarily get nervous. I I, I look out to Holy Week and I think. Yes. Do we have palm branches? <laughs> oh, yeah, the, all those logistics. Yeah. yeah la- so last year, 365 days ago, Holy Week was me and like mm-hmm. seven other people. And the sh- yeah, we got, it was, shut, we got shut down. It was uh, every every day we had different grad students uh, or seniors sign up to come to the liturgy, but we were not permitted to s- distribute Holy Communion. Oh, yeah. We couldn't have more than 10, ten people. Yep. And wow. so it was like seven plus myself plus a server plus the camera person got us up to. Uh, this 10. is like Holy Week, take two. Yes, remember when the Chrism Mass was during the summertime? The renewal of that Christ was Super- so weird. Yeah, it's the only time in modern history that it's happened. I I, lo- I look at it. I look at Holy Week and I think this is one of my favorite times of the year. I was talking to my staff the other day, and we were just talking about different things of Holy Week, and uh, Lauren Lacey said. I love Holy Week, and we always take Thursday and Friday off because I want you know my staff to take their kids to Holy Week events. I want them to go like I want Matt to take him and his wife and kids to Holy Thursday and Good Friday because they're in school and they're out. Yeah, and so I don't want him him at work. I want him to like participate with this with his children in these in this beautiful time that is really uh, the. It's mysterious. Re- yeah, mysteriously seeing so cool. our salvation being won for us. Because what I see is like, I'm reading this book and my staff is reading it called The Pain of Christ and the Sorrow of God. And it's Gerald mm, Vaughn's- Sounds pleasant. Gerald Vaughn's, uh, <laughs> uh, he, these are his meditations. He's a Dominican- My uh, staff is reading a book called How to Be Happy. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> the Joy of the Gospel. And I'm reading The Pain of pain Christ. The Pain of Christ, The Sorrow of God. But he's got this really great line in the first chapter. He says, this time is bringing us back into the love story 
of God's relationship with man and woman. Yeah. The love story. And so that's the way I've started to look at Holy Week. I mean, just this year, one of the benefits of this great season of Lent is just to look at this as like, this is God's love story for us. Palm Sunday, his entrance into Jerusalem and his suffering and his, you know, uh, humiliation and his abandonment by his friends and these these 12 apostles who he's been discipling and training and teaching him who just basically act like the pagans around them on these days when he is going through his passion. So it, it, it's, I, I just love to love to look at Holy week sort of with a new lens every year, because I, I think I, I can, you know, we can get as priests and as Christians, we can get very comfortable with words that Jesus saved me from sin and death. And raised me to restored me to new life. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It yeah. just becomes it just becomes like riding a bicycle or, um, well, and, like in relationships too. Like you know, you run into you know when when you say to someone, like, I love you. Like, thanks, Brian. Do you mean like, you know? Do you just like I love you, love you? You know? I mean, is it are are you are you like, are you saying it, mm-hmm. or are you just saying it? And so when we get into like the story of our salvation and we get into like, I love Jesus and Jesus suffered and died and rose. Like it would just, is this like, I mean, is it just like any other story? Uh, or is it, is it thus, you know, is it the story? How, you know, how deeply can we enter into that? And Holy Week is a—it's kind of a slap in the face. I mean, it's a—it's a reminder of that, and you see it. I mean, that's the beauty. So if you can go, because you, you didn't—you couldn't go last year. You didn't go last year, right? Um, if you can go, and if you've never been, I would say this: if you've never been to Holy Thursday, uh, you should go. It's powerful. It it's is. It's beautiful. I mean, so it's Mass. Um, but in the mass, let's just walk. We'll walk people through it. In in the in the Holy Thursday, part of the Holy Thursday Mass is the washing of the feet. And so the priest, your your pastor, yep. And it'll look it'll still look different a little bit this year in some diff- in some places. But we're we're doing it. We're washing Correct. feet. And we pick out twelve people, not thirteen, not eleven, twelve. Why twenty five? Not the whole church. Not the whole church. Um. Because it goes back to the story. Jesus wrapped a towel around his waist and 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 bent down and he washed the feet of his of his apostles. So we picked twelve people. Kind of a we try to do, I don't know how you pick them, but we kind of do a representative sample. English speakers, Spanish speakers. We usually have a like this year we'll have uh, one of our RCIA candidates. We'll have one of the confirmation kids, uh-huh. uh, one of the first communion. Can you do kids. the people that are gonna be baptized? Uh yeah okay yeah let me do that we have three people to be baptized um and then we're I asked um a member of our parish council uh and then one of uh the uh, Knights of Columbus whoa I think that gets to us to twelve Fantastic. anyway it's really cool but I mean that's something you're not gonna see at any other mass the whole year that's right the washing of the feet and so your pastor is literally going to wash the feet of his people. Right, to be like Jesus, right? It's so cool. What one of my uh, one of my favorite parts of the Triduum is 
the welcoming Jesus on Palm Sunday into Jerusalem. Hosanna to the son of David. And those same people who then say, crucify him. Crucify him. And, and yeah. he says, and he says, but he is your king. And they say, we have no king but Caesar. Caesar. You don't get that throughout the year. And you get this shot right to the heart. Uh, one, uh, one year when I was a priest. <laughs> you still are, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. One year on, uh, I think it's, it was Palm Sunday, I actually started crying from the pulpit. And I'm like, why am I crying? Well, I didn't want to mean to sound like a robot. Why am I crying? And like tears start coming down my face. Yep. And I'm like, okay, Wakulich, get yourself together. And, and people, I realized people were looking at me. His tears are rolling down my face because we're saying, oh, I, I were, you know, Jesus, just like, you know, the prophet said, the, the Lord will come riding on the ass of a fool of an ass. Um, he's riding into Jerusalem as a king on a war donkey like David did. And they're singing, Hosanna to the son of David. Our new king is here. And then when presented, I said, no, we have no king but Caesar. Mm. And then another year, it really choked me up. When, uh, when there, there's two, there's, there's Barabbas. And he says, who, which one do you want me to release to you? Jesus, who is called the Christ, the anointed one, or Baraba, Barabbas. And uh, I was reading, I think it was Fulton Sheen, and he, he had this line. He said, remember, you're making a choice between two sons of a father. Barabbas, Bar, which means son, Abba. Barabbas, the son of the father, and Jesus, the anointed one, the son of the eternal father, choose wisely. And I heard that phrase, <clears throat> and it says, release Barabbas. And I was like, oh. Like, it just made, like, it's in the middle of the gospel, and my heart just chose. sinks. <clears throat> Choose God or choose the world. Well, I mean, that's the um, that's the Wednesday night gospel from this uh, this past <coughs> week. Is like they say, our father is Abraham, and he says, "You are trying to kill me because you don't want my father to be your father." We're always choosing the wrong father. We need to choose the the wow. the, the fa- God, yeah. Jesus's father. Yeah. So yeah, so I you know really I, I think we could say in the strongest possible terms as you, as you are able. Uh, enter into Holy Week. Mm-hmm. So Palm Sunday uh, will begin. You're, when you walk in the church, you're going to receive uh, your a palm. Don't uh, make it into a cross immediately. Yeah, just 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 hold it. Just hold it. Just, just hold it. Don't you tear don't, it to pieces. You don't have to. Yeah, like make it into something. Uh, just, <laughs> just, this just, is not Catholic origami. Yeah, just hold it. People are so proud after Mass. They're like, "Look what I made!" And you're like, oh, what, "This was not a craft at what, shop." At what point? In the mass, <laughs> did you have time to make that? Like during your homily? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> While you were preaching, yeah. I was bored. But, uh, Palm Sunday, though, I will tell you, is one of this is seeing sort of Holy Week through the eyes of priests. Uh, Holy Week, I, I, I wish I had it with me. Uh, Palm Sunday is one of the times when the the church actually recommends a shorter than usual homily <laughs> because you've just the, because the gospel. It is long. long and and kind of in in some ways kind of speaks for itself um so you don't need a, a you know a big long exposition just let 
the church is like to the to priests and deacons, like, look, guys, just take it easy. Just let the say, you know. So no eighteen minute sermons. Say a few things and 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 out. <laughs> uh, so that's Palm Sunday. So then a Tuesday night. Okay. Um, many people won't get to see this because it happens for us in, here in Penn County. Um, the Chrism Mass. It takes place at the cathedral in, in Tulsa. T-town. So people can come. There's going to be limited seating. Everyone Do you RSVP spaced, already? Everyone are spaced out. I've, I've RSVP'd. Okay, make sure. We're glad. <laughs> but it's a big day for priests. Um, big day. Because we, as, a, as, a, as priests, we surround our bishop, uh, who was just here in Stillwater a couple weeks ago. And we, as priests, we renew our priestly promises. We don't take vows. Right, not vows. Priestly promises. So on the day that we were ordained, um, deacons and then later priests, we promised to to do some things. We promised to pray. Uh-huh. Obedience. With and for the people of God. Oh, yeah. We promised... Respect uh, and obedience. Celibacy. Oh. Yep. And we promised respect and obedience to our bishop and to his successors. Oh, the successors is the one. Yeah, because yeah, we, were, we were not ordained by our current bishop. That's true. That would be terrible if it was just... Do you, you promise, promise respect to me? And obedience. But not to the next guy. <laughs> like, ooh, that would not work. Uh, so at the Chrism Mass, we renew our uh, our promises as priests. And then what's big for, for the diocese is then the bishop blesses the oils. The oils. That will be so tell so there's three three kinds, three oils that we then use all year long. Which I don't use one of them very often. No, the there's oil, one. the infirmed. Yeah, <laughs> when you when you were out of town at some point in time, at, I think at a development event for parish fundraising, you called me and were like, "Hey, Father Robert's out of town. Can you go anoint this person?" And I was like, "Uh, uh where's my book?" Uh, so I had to get the book out. I had to get the actually take the oil stock and pour it into a little. You don't keep it in your truck? No, because one time I took it out. And it stunk. It was oh, really hot in yeah. there. It like went sour. Yeah, I always keep it in my truck. I mean, not, I don't have a truck. So the oil of the infirmed, the oil of the catechumens, yep. and the oil of the sacred chrism. Mm. So the sacred chrism, which is used for confirmations, baptisms, uh, baptisms the, the consecration of an altar. Yep. Pre- ordination of priests and bishops. Uh, do you seal it on the cross on the... Um, on the on the uh, twelve candles of the church too. We did when the, when the church was dedicated March, March 11th, two thousand eighteen. We the the altar was consecrated with chrism, and then the and then the walls. Okay, so there's lots of things that sacred chrism, and it's got this uh, aroma to it. So what is it called? Attar or something? Balsam. Like? Balsam. It's well, olive oil mixed with balsam. And it's just like, as soon as the bishop pours it in, there's good. this aroma. In it's it, like, so good. It's so beautiful. And so it's because we, uh, I, I mean, I use it pretty liberally. I like, I poured on people. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Because like at baptism, I, I will like pour it into my hand and like put it on their head. Um, and then, you know, oh. and, like confirmation the same way. I got leftover stuff. So why not put it on their skull and then the sign of the cross on their forehead oh. with what I got? Like, I'll just use my hand to like goober some up. I and, love it. Yeah. So anyway, that uh, so that's be, that's this Tuesday night at Holy Family Cathedral in Tulsa. Uh, all the priests will be there. I mean, if they're able, it, it's it's kind of a get here. You got to be there unless you're all hands on unless you. you're ill 
or you know have dementia or something or you're way too far away and you know even the, that's, you got called to the hospital yeah but even the guys from the panhandle right, drive out to oklahoma city even the even the far away guys i mean it's, it's hooker an, beaver boy city guys show up it's an expectation yeah to be there so that's tuesday night and then um thursday night holy thursday which is the washing of the feet friday uh which we call good friday is actually not a mass Right. Um, we call it actually a Good Friday service. It's the only time priests don't celebrate Mass. Um, because so the Eucharist is distributed, but one of the one of the things we do is we have to consecrate enough hosts on Thursday night for Thursday, and, and for fr- and Friday. for Friday, um, and for if somebody is uh, dying, and we need to go to them on Friday or Saturday. What time is your veneration of the cross and whatnots? Uh, we're doing s- Holy Thursday seven o'clock. Ours is at 3. Good Friday, 7 o'clock. Oh, sorry. 6 o'clock, and then ours is Friday at 3. Sorry. Whoa. So we're doing Holy Thursday, 7. Good Friday, stations at 3. Good Good Friday service at 7. Easter Vigil, 8.30. And then Easter Sunday, we actually just added a Mass. So we're doing Easter Sunday, 7, 8.30, 10, 11, 15, and 1 o'clock in Spanish. What's your schedule in our last little time um, here? 8 o'clock on the Easter Vigil. And then 10 a.m. on Sunday. That's All right. It. And then you too. have something su- early Saturday morning. Saturday morning we have 10 and Bray, 6 a.m. Yeah. And what's that? Uh, 10 and Bray is the singing of the lamentations and the psalms and whatnot. Ooh. like that. Okay. It's beautiful. Show up so if you want to. So people should go to that. Yeah, check it out. CatholicPokes.com. It's yeah. all on the website and the calendar. All right. Well, that's Holy Week through the eyes of priests. If you have any wow. questions, let us know. Uh, we love you, and we hope to see you during Holy Week. It's going to be awesome. Peace. Peace.